not gonna say it if somebody should let's talk about two time let's talk about bum one yeah asking the questions that nobody could like where are the bone thoughts and are they in harmony Uh, I saw a thing online today that I I hate, which I I didn't really think I would come across anymore because it doesn't seem like part of my life anymore. Um, But it was this classic argument about um, if you use the word fuck, and this was in in writing specifically, but it was like, if you use the word fuck, you're lazy and you should come up with better words and stuff like that. And, you know, my, my gut reaction and the reaction shared by most people who saw it was along the lines of, oh, fuck that. I mean, of course, there are the people who, in my opinion, take it a little too far and they're like, oh, that's classist and whatever. And I'm like, no, it's just incorrect. And also, it's like, it it's not, it's not really classist. I think classy, rich people say fuck all the time. I mean... If a millionaire president can say the phrase grab by the pussy, I don't really think it's... I don't think this is a class issue. It's a perception, maybe, of class, but realistically, I think it's more about um, something else, which is... Well, number one, uh, I kind of disagreed at first, but then I, I did sort of come around to saying, well... Yeah, just having your characters say fuck maybe isn't the best choice. But not not for the reasons that you expect. I've got a top five reasons, and number three is going to shock you. <laughs> um, but the more I thought about it, the more I was like, well, I don't agree with this person's point that it's like using the word fuck is inherently bad, but... I do think that there's better ways to have your characters swear. Now, the person who was complaining was talking about the elegance of the word, of other words, and how there's a lot of other words you can pick from and stuff. I don't really buy that side of things, because uh, I think that's the, a great path to creating writing that sounds like writing, which is my least favorite kind of writing. I don't really like a novel that sounds like some... You could just picture some fucking guy sitting there with his fountain pen writing this out on paper and then typing it up. And You know what I mean? Like, It's just sort of... Those words completely destroy the reality for me. Because it's like, no one would ever use that word. I think this is a problem I have with a lot of like um, badly written romantic scenes. Because they'll they'll use weird words that I'm like, look, people don't use like a thousand different words for penis. Um, they usually pick one or two and then kind of stick to it and use it over and over. Like if I'm telling a, a story about like when I slammed my penis in a door, I'd probably be like, okay, let's say I picked the word cock. I'd be like, so here's what happened. I'm getting out of the car. And I didn't realize at the time, but my cock fell out of my pants. 
So then I go to slam the door and did not realize the precarious position my cock was in. So then my cock, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's how people tell stories. They wouldn't say, uh, I was getting out of the car and did not realize that my phallus had fallen out of my pants. So as I got out of the car, my tallywhacker shifted and then I accidentally slammed my schlong in the door. Like, people don't talk like that. That's not how they tell a story. Also, you're kind of like highlighting these penis words, but that's not really the point of the story, right? When you're telling a story about slamming your penis in the car door, which would be fucking crazy, I I wouldn't really have a lot of patience for someone telling me that story and I'm sitting there going like, why are you stumbling over your word choices here? Just fucking tell me the story, for God's sake. Just tell me the damn story. Don't don't fumble around for the just the perfect little word here. Come on. Come on, everybody. So that's, you know, there's there's more elegant words and but I think more elegant words are not great. One of my um college I had this great poetry professor and she was always like uh, a real poet carries a dictionary, but not a thesaurus. And I was like, that's very true. Because I think it's like, well, you want to learn new words or you want to find out what something means. And that's a good, good thing to do. But you don't want to replace words with words that are like unnatural to you. You know what I mean? You don't want to take a word and put in some other word that doesn't make sense. That's for crossword puzzles, not for not for writing. Um, but I think another thing, the more I thought about it, the more I thought like, you know, here's my problem with using the word fuck. Cause you know, I read some people's comments and they were kind of like, oh yeah, well like I write paranormal books. So, you know, people get scared and they say fuck. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Um, but then the more I thought about it, I was kind of thinking about, um, I wrote this story that was kind of about my grandma and she moved to Colorado from Chicago when we were kids to like help my mom take care of us basically. So someone was home after school for a while and she obviously used to swear and maybe wasn't used to being around like young kids for several decades. And so she would say things like tough shoot Um, Because she would say, she's about to say tough shit, but she would go, oh, tough shoot. You know what I mean? Because she's like correcting at the last second from shit to shoot. And that to me was like, that's a much more interesting swear than if you just had a grandma in your story saying shit. Or if you had a grandma in your story just naturally saying fiddlesticks. Because what, what that does is it reveals character. Right. It reveals that she's had a life outside of like hanging out with these kids all day. She obviously has ideas about what is and isn't appropriate or how she wants these kids to perceive her. Um, and but, you know, she's having to fight her natural instincts or whatever. And it's it's very specific to a person. It's like very specific to a type of person and a. Uh, how she wants to behave. And it's just so much more interesting because just that little, that verbal tick gives you a lot about this character. 
it tells you something about this character. It tells you who they are and it tells you what their motivations, you know, a lot of, a lot of little things packed into a tiny little detail. It's like a little signature, right? And it's like, oh yeah, that was kind of her signature thing. Um, so after I started thinking about it that way, I was kind of like, you know, it is in a way, it's not always lazy to use the word fuck, but you should probably ask yourself, is there like another word or phrase I could use that would be specific to this individual, that would be special to this character? Now, it's got to fit with the character, right? You can't just have a character say some crazy fucking thing, and you don't really want the swear word to stick out so much and not make sense that everyone's just like, okay. Like, you know, you don't want them to just say, oh, I've been swearing and I've been saying Harry Potter spells instead of swears lately. Um, Unless that made sense for the character, right? Maybe this is a character who's like, where that works. Um, But I don't know. I always hated that argument that it was like lazy to use the word fuck. Because I don't really see how it's lazy to use a certain word, even if you're overusing it in someone's opinion. And it's like, there's a lot of other words. And I'm like, yeah. But at the same time, that's how people talk. And that's sort of my primary problem is I, I like writing that doesn't sound like writing. And it sounds like whoever would say something like use a word besides fuck always, like just don't use this word, is probably someone who doesn't like writing that sounds like talking. Like they like writing that sounds written, damn it. Someone slaved over a hot typewriter and wrote this down. But uh, that's, that is not my style. And I think you'll find that most other people don't really like that. They might think they do. Um, and maybe if they're reading a textbook or something, but I don't know. I always thought, like, how come they can't have someone go in and rewrite textbooks so they're interesting? Like, how come a textbook in a history class, you can be reading about fucking the Vietnam War, and you're like, I am so bored. Like, I am just so ridiculously bored by this whole thing right now. It's unfathomable that it's so boring. I just, I don't know. It's a, it's a weird debate to have, and it's like, I just sometimes find myself, like, I have this gut reaction of, oh, fuck you, I can say fuck if I want. Um, but then also thinking about it more and being like, you know, I mean, this person doesn't really have a point, but I do think it's good that they're, that even if it's uh, not intended this way, it's got me thinking a little differently. And that's probably a good thing. So there you go. Encounters with the internet. Something unfortunate that's been happening is that um, because of my new job, I have to be on the internet a fair amount. And so I'm seeing all this dumb shit that's on the internet all the time that I really don't want to. Oh my god, today. You guys heard of this doomsday clock? Not the series of comics from DC, but the uh, actual... It's like a clock that I guess they invented, and it's like some group of scientists maintains this, how far are we from midnight? How many minutes to midnight are we? And that is some sort of measure of the threat of basically annihilation of humans, I guess. Um, 
and there's a few factors, I suppose, that are in there because there's like uh, atomic weapons and then there's like uh, climate change and all this other shit. So today they announced like the doomsday clock went from being three minutes to midnight to two minutes to midnight. And I guess it was like three minutes to midnight for two years and now it's two minutes to midnight. And then I went to read why it was changed and I was like, this is a novel. Like, I don't, you could, can you just bullet point this shit for me? Like, we think it's worse. I found it interesting though, because I was like, this is a really weird concept. And I'm not sure I understand it. And I probably shouldn't shit on it too hard because I bet if I read it, it would make more sense. But it just kind of seems it. <sighs> there are certain things in life where it seems like adult student council. Um, when I was in elementary school, I was in student council for a while. I don't know why. I don't. I'm not really sure how it happened. And so you would show up like every other week, uh, a half hour before school or something, and then talk about things. And everybody who ran for office in student council, like student council president, was like. I'm going to get better school lunches and make recess longer. And you're like, you can't. That's not, what are you going to do? The kids have no bargaining power. Like, what are we going to do? Strike from school? I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd be into that. But that's not going to happen. I mean, it's not realistic. And also, it's like, really, you think you're going to change, like, the fucking landscape of school lunch for, like, the state of Colorado? You, a third grader? And it's like, eh, what's your complaint about it? It sucks. Well, yeah, so does school, so does life. What do you, what do you want? But I don't know. And so, like, Doomsday Clock to me, it's like these people come out and then they look all important and then they're like, we're going to change it one minute closer to midnight. And I was like, ooh, threat level midnight. It's almost midnight, guys. It's one minute closer. At the rate of at the rate it's gone in the last three years, we will be at midnight in five years. Um, I wondered if it was, and it just seemed like these scientists are like, they're like, we want to have our thing that people pay attention to, so let's make this thing. Now I think this was invented maybe by scientists who worked on the Manhattan Project, but I don't know. It seemed like a weird a weird way to sort of like encapsulate the danger that people are in. It seemed like sciencey people saying, how are we going to explain to the common man that we're in greater danger of total extinction than we once were? And someone came up with this cockamamie clock thing that they're like, well, because here's the thing about a clock, everybody. A clock is, um, you know, when they say like clockwork, that means regular intervals, predictable, um, and means something. Like, the amounts of time mean something. So, oh, they and they didn't change it. It was two minutes to midnight, and now it's 100 seconds, which I was like, idiots, nobody talks about time that way. Why, why would it be 100 instead of 90? Because then you're like a minute and a half. And then 90 seconds is like a, an actual measure of time where like 100 seconds, nobody talks about like that. The only thing that talks like that is fucking the backs of movies when it's like runtime, 128 minutes. And I'm like, oh, God, 
Why do you do this? Why don't you put fucking two hours, eight minutes? Or two hours plus? And then if it's over two and a half, you put three hours minus. Like, who's timing their movies down to the point where they're thinking, oh, fuck. I, well, I've got... 284 minutes, but this is about 290 minutes, so I'm not going to make it. Um, that would be a long-ass movie. But point being, it's like, if you're going to watch a two-hour movie, you're going to time it down to the two minutes. Also, I think the runtime probably also includes the credits, which I'm like, feel free to not include the credits, guys. Um, I can bail on that part if it's too long. I'm not going to be mad at you if I'm like, wait a minute. This didn't include the credits. How am I supposed to complete this movie experience? Damn it. But yeah, it just... And so, like, a clock seems like a terrible analogy. Also, a clock is just a bad analogy um, because people don't really inherently understand how long time is. You can do this as a test for yourself. Like, basically, all you need is a watch. And what you try to do is... Start the watch and then time out 10 seconds in your head and then stop the watch again at exactly 10 seconds. And you'll be amazingly off. If you try to do this for a minute, it's ridiculously difficult. Like, it's hard to know how long a minute has been, especially if you're like, now try to do it without counting. Try to just like sense when you think it's been a minute without counting. Do something else that prevents you from counting for like at least the first 15 or 20 seconds and then stop the watch when you're like, I just feel like it's been a minute. Um, you'll be so fucking far off. It'll be ridiculous. And like, this is why, you know, like if you're writing a short story or something, here's a tip for you. Um, talk about time in terms other than numbers and intervals that we understand like a minute. Like, instead of saying it took, it only took a second to do something, you can say something like, um, it was the same amount of time between striking a match and the fire starting, right? Something quick like that tells you, like, okay, that's something I can picture in my mind as being basically no difference. It was the time between hitting the light switch and the light coming on. Basically nothing, right? Um, it was the time between biting into a hamburger and tasting the beef. Like, no time. Or, you know, uh, if you're talking about... Tom would always say, if you're talking about the drive to work, say it's like two songs and one commercial break on the radio is how long it takes you to get to work. And then you're like, okay, so that's like 10 minutes. You can do the math. You can reverse engineer the math. But it's harder to reverse engineer the emotion, right? To, like, give people that sense of about how long that is. But people just kind of know how long two songs and a commercial break is. It's like, all right, that's like a little drive, but nothing, nothing crazy. So, like, a clock to represent our closeness to destruction is dumb. And especially if that clock does not really operate on any kind of interval that makes sense so stop it stop it with the clock everybody this doomsday clock is bullshit enough <laughs>